You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello everyone and thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today we have Emma Terranova on with us uh, from the UK, and we're going to be talking about her organization and her new children's book, um, specifically targeting Huntington's disease. So um, thank you so much for joining me today, Emma. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, Do you want me to just tell you, Emma, a little bit about Campaign for My Brain? Yes, I well let's start off with tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um so I was told when I was fourteen that my mum had Huntington's disease. Uh, at the time, so that was sixteen years ago. Not very talked about very much. My family wanted to hide away. My mum didn't want anyone to know, she didn't want to be alienated, so it was kept kind of very big family secret, which I think is quite common. Now I've spoken to lots of families. Um so I didn't really have anyone to talk about it. The internet wasn't like it is now, so there wasn't as much accessibility for me to go on the internet and look at things. I think I did it once and was quite frightened by what I saw. Um, so there was nothing else available, really. We had a, a specialist advisor, but being 14, I didn't really want to speak to her. Um, but that's quite a traumatic sort of teenage years of being very confused, followed by sort of my adolescence time, similarly confused until I really had my test. Um, and then I had my daughter who was born whilst my mum had a big decline. So she grew up uh, with me and mum. I used to care for mum with her. So she's grown up around a disabled grandma. And she used to ask me all the time, what's wrong with Nanny Jen? Why can Nanny Jen not have her legs? And I used to come out and think, like, well, Nanny Jen has poorly legs. And as, old, as she got older, that became more difficult because if mum had an outburst or a behaviour, um, Rosie would, would ask why. She was quite a smart child. So I started to think of ways I could actually explain it to her. Um, which then made me think, why have we not got a book for this age group? Because not, it's not it's not about me being at risk and not wanting to tell her that. Her nan is clearly unwell, um, and there's going to be children that have siblings, juvenile, or parents with symptoms. You perhaps don't need to know they're at risk yet, but I need to understand the disease and what's going on, because I personally think the more you hide from children, the higher the anxiety gets, because they do pick up on these things. So I purposely didn't put in about the risks or the genetics in there because I thought that might appeal to more families who need to explain what's going on but don't feel it's the right time to tell them that they're at risk. Um, so yeah, I spent about six months writing this one um, because I wanted to make sure it was absolutely perfect for the age group. And then, yeah, well, luckily we had a volunteer illustrator who did it for free because her friends got Huntington's. So yeah, it came from there. Well, I am really excited about this book. Um, you know, it's very interesting that you um, that you mentioned that you found out when you were 14, because I was 15 when I found out about Huntington's disease, 
and it running in my family. Um, so it's great. And I just love that you wrote this book. I'm looking forward to buying it myself for my daughter. Um, so, you know, cause she's dealing with my father who has Huntington's and, um, yeah. you know, two years old, she, she goes, you know, she asked me what's wrong with Papa. Um, yeah, that's the age Rosa was. They're quite inquisitive, aren't they? And they start to understand the differences as well. And behaviour, so I tell Rosa to be patient and wait for her food. But then my mum couldn't be patient and would get quite distressed. And how I had to handle my mum was very different to me with the discipline Rosa would have got. So I had to explain it in that sense because she was getting very different treatment as well. Um, I mean, my, my next project is to try and bring one out for adolescents. Now, obviously, there's so much on the internet and so much stuff that they could read. But I'm thinking about bringing it out as more like a fact book of every single part of HD so that perhaps teenagers have somewhere that's one place without a pin in it, which is just a fact laid out so they can have a look at all of it um, in maybe a slightly simpler way. And I've got lots of blogs from families about testing and I'm going to put those in to maybe humanise it a bit and make it a bit less scientific. So I think sometimes online it can be so clinical it's quite daunting when you think that's your own family uh, when it's written in a clinical matter. So that's my next project at the moment. I just want to get the little kids ones out there first. I know there's probably so many families that I haven't reached, especially across the world, who have, I mean, I have a family who's a little six-year-old. Her mum's really symptomatic. Mm -hmm. So it's been a godsend for her to have a little book that she can read and understand what's going on, as opposed mm -hmm. to being a six-year-old. You just think your mum's being mean or, um, you know, you can't quite understand. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been the best part of the whole campaign over the last uh, two years to do that. You know, I really felt like I'd given something back to HD. Um, me and my sister tested negative, so we kind of feel like we've got this real duty to serve the Huntington's population. Like, I feel like I can't go back on them now. I still feel like part of the community. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations on testing negative. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank so you. You don't have to worry about your daughter being at risk. That's amazing. Exactly. So that's why, you know, that fear, everybody thinks when you have a negative test, you kind of let go and celebrate. You don't, you have that element of survivor's guilt and you have that element of that could have been me. And I think that stays with you forever. It certainly has with me and my sister and your outlook on life, you changes. Um, and that's why me and my sister have both kind of thrown ourselves into continuing to kind of raise awareness and things. That's awesome. So the name of the book is called Harry Needs a Hug. Um, yeah. And can you, I mean, you said it's around the age range of two um, to kind of help kid toddlers deal with um, dealing with Huntington's and um, you yeah. can find it on Amazon. I know that. Yeah. Where else can you, is that the only place that you have it or is at it? The, it? Yeah, at the moment it's just Amazon self published it. We're trying to find a way to get it world because you can buy it off Amazon now but I think the shipping charges make it quite a bit mm -hmm. um, but we're trying to find a way that we can get it um, worldwide for a bit less money so that people can have easier access to it um, so that's one thing we are looking at but at the moment yeah we just have published it on Amazon because it was because we're not profit company it was the easiest way for us to do it because we've got about seven books um, on the way out so to have 7,000 books in our garage and not be able to sell them was a bit of an issue um, yeah, it's aimed at kind of three to eight, but it, I would have started reading it to Rosa at two. She might not have necessarily understood all of it, um, but what I'm finding is my daughter Rosa and my, my nephew Freddie at three, he loves reading it because he's, that's my nanny, that's my nanny. Um, and actually a friend's daughter bought it 
just a supporter and she doesn't have anything to do with Huntington's and she really enjoyed it and she's seven because I think where it talks about the brain and what it does, I think she enjoyed it anyway. There is something in it for everyone and what I'd say to anybody listening to this is whenever you think about telling your kids, you're obviously absolutely terrified of what they're going to feel about it. This book is a really gentle way of just explaining what's going on. It doesn't discuss death. It doesn't discuss that that will happen. Um, it doesn't discuss the genetic side of it. All it discusses is that the daddy in the book is displaying behaviour sometimes and sometimes needs help and it explains how the child can help or how they can understand it. So it's really, really gentle, which I think, having done lots of reading about child psychology and all this sort of stuff, that's where we based it from, from a place of letting them know what's going on to relieve their anxiety, but not, not letting them become too adult too soon. So I think that happens a lot in families with young care is they just grow up a bit too quick. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's very gentle. I'm actually going to have you read um, just a, a little bit of it so we can get an idea of, of the book. Definitely. I will read the last couple of pages. Um, I'll read the last four because I think it, it shows you that it's more of an uplifting book. Um, so at this time in the book, the Betty Brain from our campaign is explained to Harry what Huntington's is. These are the last four pages. There are also lots of people that can help your family, Harry. A charity can help if you want to ask questions about Huntington. They can send a charity worker to your house to see your family. Doctors and nurses can look after your daddy. You can talk to a teacher if you're worried or a friend like me. Now, Harry, it is very important to know that you can carry on playing and having fun. Your daddy is still your daddy. You might just need to be patient sometimes. Sometimes you might need to understand that he does not feel very well and you might have to be more helpful and kind. There are lots of ways you can help your daddy and your mummy too. You can help tidy up, you can get ready for bed at night, you can help your little sister, you can give your daddy hugs. You can also help your daddy by carrying the ice cream. Betty and Harry raced the ice cream truck and spent the day having fun in the park with Harry's family. Harry was very lucky to have a friend like Betty. So the whole book is based in a park, because obviously that's quite a similar environment for children to understand. Um, and Harry comes to the park at set because he's been told his dad's got Huntington's and he's confused. So that's kind of how the book goes. Very gentle, very simple language um, with a happy message at the end of things will be okay and you can carry on being a child. And I think for us, me and my sister, that was kind of the most important message we wanted out there, really. That's awesome. And you have a nonprofit called Campaign for My Brain. Um, can you tell me about your nonprofit? Yeah, so this got birth two years ago. Um, in the UK, we have the National Health Service, um, where a lot of your medical coverage is paid for. But when it comes to social care, it's very different, probably similar to other countries as well, in that um, some stuff is paid for by the local authority social services, some stuff is paid for by the NHS. Um, and we had a huge battle for two years to get any care for my mum. And she was quite bad. Um, but as with Huntington's, everybody listening will understand the capacity issues are very different. Um, they can seem like they are completely with it and they can behave quite well in an interview. And then the door closes and there's incontinence, there's behaviours, there's choking. So we had a real fight to get the disease recognised and I just couldn't get my head around it. I'm a paramedic myself and I couldn't get my head around how we have this scientific disease, which is all evidence-based, it's a genetic test, it's not an invisible disease, 
um, and how it just couldn't be recognised. It really frustrated me. So I started the campaign on my mum's birthday in 2018 with this initial bit to just raise awareness of Huntington. And the more I spoke to families, the more I realised that actually, <clears throat> particularly in the UK, it's not just Huntington's, it's all neurological. There's a massive gap in any recognition of how devastating they are. Um, cancer has a huge uh, sort of following and support, probably because it's more common, um, as does dementia is getting better as well. There's a huge drive to improve dementia care. But these neuro disabilities are really forgotten about. And a lot of these people are really young, um, you know, motor neuron disease that can take people within five years who've got young kids and careers. So our whole campaign has changed to, to be a driver for everything, sort of inclusion and diversity. And um, we were in government just before lockdown from COVID. We were in government campaigning to improve the disability benefits assessment, doing really well. And then COVID happened. So um, when I was away from my family in lockdown, being a frontline paramedic, this is when we took to writing more books. So I just spent my time on my own writing more books. And we've written seven now. And they're all... Um, None of the others are disease specific, they're just general. So some of the characters are in wheelchairs, some of them aren't. It doesn't talk about it. It just talks about inclusion and acceptance. And I think with children, they are the key to making this next generation be able to accept difference. You know, these young these young children have got these spongy brains and if we can get into them now what's what what's not different, what's normal, hopefully we can make disability more mainstream um, and make inclusion actually happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, they were kind of jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> and you can actually go to Campaign for My Brain. Um, the website is campaignformybrain.co.uk. And on there you can see you've got Emma's, um, Emma's bio, and there's also uh, two others. Patrick. Catherine and Catherine, Kelly. she's my business partner. Her dad has Huntington's and has the same failing, but in North Wales. So That's she's awesome. on board with me. And then you have a blog on there and everything. So um, there's then, lots of blogs actually, and there's lots of tests, people that tested positive and negative. So if anybody's going through testing or thinking about it, there's a real variety of blogs there of people that have had very different experiences if anybody wants to have a read. That's awesome. And I'm really, really looking forward to reading your book. I'm looking forward to Thank seeing you. Um, what you put together for adolescents. And um, did you have any final thoughts for our community before we end this? Um, I guess we don't have much contact with anywhere that's not in the UK. So if you're not in the UK and you're thinking, well, this is great, I want to get involved, do get in touch because we're very small and very limited, but we're quite happy to have people help us out if people want to do stuff in another country to try and join in and raise it then that's great if you have any ideas um, if there's anything you want from us if there's a blog you want or if there's anything that you want to produce I mean we've produced some care documents over here um, for our charities to use um, but like hospital passports the patients can take in a, a HD specific passport that's got all the information about Huntington's in we can send those out um, we've got lots of tools and things get in touch if there's anything you need that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll definitely post your um, your website and a link to Harry Meets the Hug on Amazon onto our show page and on Facebook and Twitter. Um, so they are available to everybody. 
And Emma, I really, really, absolutely. I really appreciate you coming on and just sharing um, your book and your story and your website with us. And thank you for all that you're doing uh, for Huntington. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are going to end the show here again. um, Just really excited about this book, really excited about um, getting it for my daughter as well. And, um, we will be doing some really great shows this month. So please make sure to tune in. Everybody take care. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.helpforhd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.